Hi, my name is Sia, and welcome to Anything and Everything in Science. Today, I will be talking about the science of trauma. So what is trauma? According to the APA, trauma is an emotional response to deeply distressing or disturbing events that overwhelm your ability to cope. Trauma often causes feelings of helplessness and diminishes a person's ability to feel a full range of emotions. It impacts a person's sense of self. There are many causes and effects of trauma. Post-trauma symptoms are usually caused by circumstances that involve loss of control, confusion, pain, or betrayal. The symptoms vary from person to person and the trauma that they experience. So how exactly does trauma work? Well, there is a connection between our experiences and our physical and mental health. For instance, the relationships in our lives impact how our brain functions and how it is structured. Through extensive research and neuroimaging, many scientists have been able to discover that caring positive relationships positively affect the developing brain. However, abuse, neglect, violence, or detachment affect the chemical makeup of the brain. This stunts growth and can have a lasting impact. In a short term, trauma puts the brain into a biological alarm state. This means that your body starts having rushes of adrenaline, cortisol, and other hormones. This triggers your fight or flight instinct and makes it harder to process information, putting you into a state of denial. When one faces trauma, many parts of the brain are impacted. The part of the brain known as the brainstem, also called the reptilian brain, is the part of the brain that is responsible for breathing, heart rate, and blood pressure. When you are in a situation in which you feel emotionally or physically threatened, the brainstem puts your body into a fight or flight mode. What this does is shut down what your body deems as non-essential functions and focuses on survival. When the threat ceases, the nervous system resumes function as usual. However, for trauma survivors, after effects remain. This means that the alarm system that triggers your body's fight or flight instinct becomes hypersensitive to triggers. This impacts your memory and your ability to think. There are many more psychological and physiological impacts on the brain. Three major parts of the brain are impacted. The amygdala, which is a collection of nuclei in the temporal lobe very close to the ear. The prefrontal cortex, the part of the frontal lobe behind the forehead. And the hippocampus, like the amygdala, is located in the temporal lobe, are the main parts of the brain that are affected. The amygdala detects threats and is responsible for the activation of your body's fight-or-flight instinct. It also controls the nervous system to help deal with threats. When someone has one or many traumatic experiences, the amygdala becomes overactive. This causes irrational thoughts and reactions. For instance, people who return from war often have triggers such as hearing sounds like knocking or doors being slammed. The next part of the brain that is impacted is the prefrontal cortex. It is responsible for attention regulation, awareness, decision-making, emotional regulation, reactions, and determining the significance of events. After experiencing trauma, the prefrontal cortex often tends to underachieve. This means that emotional regulation does not occur when or how it should. While they are bad on their own, the combination of an underactive prefrontal cortex and an overactive amygdala creates anxiety at anything that has even a slight association to the trauma. This 
causes strong physical or emotional reactions to situations that should not provoke fear. The last major part of the brain that is impacted is the hippocampus. It regulates memories and distinguishes between the past and the present. After trauma, the hippocampus works through traumatic events and the traumatic memory repeatedly, trying to comprehend it. Since trauma is overwhelming, the information is not stored properly. This impacts one's ability to remember details, causing someone to overthink about what happened. These changes in the brain have impacts on day-to-day -day life. It can impact your ability to form healthy relationships. It also causes anxiety, attention difficulties, sleeping disturbances, nightmares, startled responses, heart palpitations, reactive anger, detachment, and others. Trauma is extremely common, even in children. However, trauma in children is more precarious because their brains are still developing. Traumatic responses can become a part of their neurological wiring. On the bright side, trauma is treatable most of the times. Everyone needs a different type of treatment to help with the different types of trauma. It is important to recognize how real trauma is. People often dismiss others' or their own, saying that it is all in their head and it's being too sensitive. Recognizing that trauma causes fundamental changes in neurological wiring and psychological changes in who you are helps accept the importance of treatment. If you would like to pursue a career that deals with learning about trauma or treating people with trauma, you could become a trauma-informed specialist, a trauma-informed coordinator, a psychologist, a neuroimaging specialist, social worker, a nurse, or a teacher. If you would like to learn more about trauma and the science behind it, A Molecule Away from Madness by Sarah Manning Teskin, All the Things We Don't Talk About by Amy Feltman, and The Body Keeps Score by Bessel van der Kolk, MD are great books to discuss the same. That's it from anything and everything in science. Thank you for tuning in. We hope to see you next time when we will be discussing the science behind comfort. Thanks for listening.